Hello and welcome back to Tomorrow Gason, or how I ripped off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, a thing, I still don't know what we're going to call it. Is it a show, a comic, like a thing I wrote when I was 14? It, about it's just my... fan fiction is what it is. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> about uh, how it would be really awesome if uh, myself and my friend MC here... Hi. Hi. Uh, were crime-fighting supernatural ninjas who fought the undead and the mafia and uh, seven-foot monsters called Joe. Just anyone who came along, really. <laughs> yeah. All from my 14-year-old brain that was uh, full up with things Joss Whedon had done that I really liked. And <laughs> Not much be. else. <laughs> no, that's pretty much all I had. <laughs> um, and we're at episode five now, Prodigal. Oh, so you uh, misspell it, which is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so previously, uh, what was this? Kind of uh, our antagonists, Jack and Lee, are fellow mm-hmm. ninjas who turned on us and killed our master. They've basically just been fucking with us. They run a genetics office. <laughs> they keep producing all these monsters that we go and fight, but then we never actually go after them, weirdly. Yeah. It's, it's also kind of weird that they don't have a better thing to do, to be honest. Like, I'm yeah. not sure. What is their endgame? I don't know. I think it's just to fuck with us, like you said. Well, I think in episode one, I kind of said they kind of resented because we were shipped away for an entire year. <laughs> God, people go backpacking for that long um, and uh, just be kind of became pricks, really, and uh, just, just turned on us. So, And they've got some investment somehow to build a genetics office. And, yeah, uh, they're pretty rich, right? Yeah, here we are. Um, so here we go then. Let's get into mm. episode five. Uh, Prodigal, spelt incorrectly. <laughs> Jay could scarcely believe his ears. Had Louise just said what he thought she said? Did she possibly ask if he thought they needed more excitement in their lives like MC and Chip? Jay decided to answer bluntly. No! (laughs) When she questioned why, he proceeded to explain. Oh, great. That's a long thing. MC and the Chip are the tough guys. They fight and (laughs) save the world by being all heroic. We do our part by staying here and not being in mortal danger. Well, when we're not being kidnapped. (laughs) Hey, Jay, it was only once. They've only been kidnapped once. You can't have a thing when you've only happened once. Yeah, quit whining, Jake. God. Sure. God let me damn. let me borrow both of your Porsches <laughs> and your phone and insult you. Well, he probably doesn't have a license now because he ran his friend over last time. <laughs> True, yeah. Maybe we're doing him a favour by taking yeah. his car away from him. <laughs> Louise wrote and put it down to missing home in England. She had moved to Japan to get a highly paid job by being Jay's secretary, but was then kidnapped by the mafia. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Are there... Okay, this is going to be really sexist, I think, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh-huh. Are there highly paid secretaries? <laughs> I Also, I like how you said that was sexist. <laughs> because, you know, all women are secretaries. <laughs> all secretaries are women. That's how it works. Uh, it wasn't sexist, but I made it sexist. Fantastic. <laughs> I think you're a big secretaryist. Yes, uh, a secretarian. By... <laughs> Saying that they don't deserve to get paid any money because apparently all they do is uh, fetch cloths and look in filing cabinets and just clean our clothes at eleven thirty p.m. Yeah, yeah. After being saved by MC and Chip, she started to work for them, and despite being paid considerably less, i.e., nothing, <laughs> Louise felt she was doing some good in the world. But just lately, studying ancient books and researching things on the internet had got really boring. <laughs> It wasn't the crazy, fun lifestyle that it was before. <laughs> Still, how much fun well, could MC and Chip really be having? I guess before she was like sending emails as well, so it was quite... Yeah, yeah there's more true. variety there. Yeah. MC could hardly contain his delight as he came through the front door. <laughs> 
him and Chip had just got back from stopping a bank heist that ended with MC getting the phone number of a detective on the scene. <laughs> Chief Lockhart, yes! <laughs> oh my God, I forgot. It actually ripped off uh, Final Fantasy VII as well. The other yeah. thing I knew and had in my life at that time. <laughs> I forgot I made her a character in this. I'm sure that was tongue-in-cheek at the time. Maybe. <laughs> I really don't know. Maybe. Uh, where are we? MC could hardly contain his delight as he came through the front door. Him and Chip had just got back from stopping a bank heist that ended with MC getting the phone number of the detective on scene, Tifa Lockhart, and with Chip stealing a gold bar from the bank. <laughs> I'm sure they won't notice. They'll be fine. Yeah, well, you know, we don't make any money. You know, we're not That's in work. True. We're not employed. We need some true. cash from somewhere. <laughs> so a gold bar will do it. <laughs> Louise, not really full of cheer, went into the kitchen for a cup of tea. Which, of course, would have to be Japanese tea, as no shops locally sold English tea. Ugh, uh, foreign tea. Piece of tips, anywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chip was bragging about his gold bar, but Jay wasn't that interested, seeing as he'd seen a million before today. Because <laughs> that's all rich people just, you know, <laughs> they have their gold bar collection. I think I just pictured him as Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> he was really more interested in this detective lock car that MC had pulled... <laughs> So true to real life. Uh, Oh, I have to talk to myself now. So how did you chat her up? He asked inquisitively. For some reason, Jay has has trouble chatting up with one with that voice. (laughs) Also, used inquisitively, I'm happy with that as a 14-year-old. Yeah, and you spelt it right, which is even more of a puzzle. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I used my charm and boyish good looks. MC replied. No, really? How did you do it? Remarked Jay. Chip just scoffed. What fun can you have with a bird that you can't have with a gold bar? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost in line from like Only Fools and Horses or something. <laughs> oh dear. Wow. Put a gold Chip. bar what in my pocket. Thinking? I'll get two for Lockhart from the van. Ebsy <laughs> and Jay shot him quizzical looks. Let's just pretend I didn't just say that. Chip sent as he walked into the kitchen. I just sent it through an SMS. <laughs> He found Louise making a cup of tea. She be impressed and will think of... I'm a pirate now, apparently. She be impressed and will think of something else rather than the women I haven't got, thought Chip. Oh, some things haven't changed. Yeah. (laughs) He asked her if there was any tea left in the pot, but she did not answer. Then Chip noticed she was crying. He went over and wanted to put his arm around her to try and comfort her, but they'd only know each other a couple of months and he felt awkward about it. Oh. Sensitive chip. He doesn't always insult her. Sometimes he awkwardly pats her when she's weeping. No, no, it's better than that. Hang on. Instead, okay. Chip put his hand on her shoulder and asked what was. <laughs> That's quite philosophical. Louise, what I was? Tears. What was? <laughs> she wiped the tears away with the back of her hand and laughed. <laughs> Nothing really. Just a bit homesick. Oh, Louis, I'm so sorry. That's your voice, but I can't hear a lady's voice any better. It's it's happened now. (laughs) This is our first line of dialogue as well, so... Nothing, really. Just a bit homesick. Chip knew exactly what she meant. The first few months he was here, he'd been sick as a parrot. But in reality, nothing back home was worth missing. Not since his entire family was butchered by vampires. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that is going to change your outlook on life, isn't it? It is true. I mean, you know, it kind of misses Emmerdale, but... (laughs) Until the vampires turned up and killed everyone on <laughs> Everything, every time he liked something in England, it just get <laughs> fucked up by vampires. Out of the four, Louise was the only one to still have family. At least that cared. 
Because, yeah, yeah, Jay's dad hates it. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She tried to reassure Chip that she would be all right, but he had an idea. Take a couple of days off, he said. Hell, take a few weeks. Maybe you could go and visit your family back home. My treat. Well, Jay's, you don't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. We just do it. Yeah, we just treat Jay's money as our own. There is no consideration at all. I like to think that he, like, we steal his credit card, he gets another one, we steal that, and it just goes on and on and never really realises what's happening. Uh, Louise smiled. After Chip had seen Louise out of the door, he went back into the living room where MC was still talking about the detective. God, she's just banging on about her. <laughs> I swear, said Chip, if you don't shut up, I'm going to ninja bitch slap you. <laughs> uh, Chip's, just, Chip's just jealous because of all the hot, FF7 <laughs> detective poon I'm getting. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it had taken Louise 30 minutes to drive from the mansion into the city. But I thought it was a 20 minute drive. Uh, wait, female driver. I'll be <laughs> yep. First she had to get out of the parking place. <laughs> ran into Work a few out cars where the tea went. Yeah. At 8.30pm, very precise with the times again. Again. The streets of Tokyo were still quite busy. Before going into the travel agents to book her ticket back home, Louise walked into her favourite bar for a couple of drinks to celebrate. Maybe even that cute barman would be working today. What was his name? Freddy? The bar was crowded, uh, the sort of place that Chip would have hated, but she liked the hustle and bustle of the place. Halfway through her tea, Maria and Coke, Louise noticed a young girl and guy standing near the back exit of the bar. The girl seemed scared and vulnerable. Then suddenly, the man grabbed her by the throat and dragged her outside. That's a really impractical way to drag someone outside. <laughs> Hey, go for the arm or the hair. Don't get it by the throat, man. What's wrong with you? No one else in the bar noticed. Or if they did, then they just ignored it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, no bouncers they, or anything like that. Like, they uh, just played just, around. It's they, just a game. It's fine. Louise opened her handbag and looked for her mobile phone. It wasn't there. And besides, it would take MC and Chip ages to get here. Well, probably about half an hour, I'd say. <laughs> no, 20 minutes. 20 minutes because we're male. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Louise drowned the rest of her drink and followed the pair. She found herself in an alley. At the end of the alley, she saw the man quivering in the corner and the girl standing above him. Louise went over and called out, Are you alright? As she reached her, the girl turned around and to Louise's horror, she was in full vamp mode. Oh no! Ah, (laughs) Whatever full vamp mode is. (laughs) Coincidentally, it looks exactly like the vampires in Buffy. (laughs) She turned to run. But two other vampires stood in her way. One of them spoke to the girl. What's this, Steph? We only need one. I've got to give her a really gruff voice. The mail is just for food. But this one... The girl vamp smelt Louise. This one is good. She'll be the perfect sacrifice. It's a shit no can. It did, it did a little bit. I've only got two voices. Squeaky voice and shit voice. Uh, Louise turned to face Steph. What do you mean, Skip? She was knocked unconscious by a mean headbutt from Steph. Steph is pretty butch. Fucking yeah. people. Oh yeah, she sounds it. She's obviously a Chinese ghost as well. <laughs> as MC dialed the nut. No- Wait. Oh, okay. Well, okay. New there's no break there. We're just straight back to the mansion. Yeah, yeah. As MC dialed the number of the good-looking detective, he was interrupted it was really by the hot. S- <laughs> As MC told the number of the good-looking detective is really hot and totally wanted to bone him all the time. Uh, you didn't write this, I wrote this. <laughs> As MC told the number of the good-looking detective, he was interrupted by the sudden appearance of Shindo Khan, drink. He tried to tell his former teacher this was 
want this Nothing. that this want the best time for an apocalypse, but Shinno Khan was insistent that everyone should listen to what he had to say. These are your friends, Louise. <laughs> She's in grave danger. Because I've headbutted her and also I'm a female vampire. <laughs> Again, we're back to Louise. Okay, I really okay. I didn't put any paragraph breaks in here. This is upsetting. Louise awoke to find herself chained to a giant cross, suspended in the air. Below, 20 or so people in black robes bowed and chanted in front of her. Because they're Japanese or polite? I'm not sure. <laughs> or they're bowling? Like they're bowling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of them stood up and removed his hood. Vampire. He spoke to her. My child, you have been chosen as a sacrifice for our great god, Escobar. <laughs> Like the drug dealer guy. <laughs> okay, now we've got South American vampire, drug dealing vampires <laughs> in the story. Okay. In, in this universe, Pablo Escobar was a vampire. That's why. <laughs> Louise demanded to know what was going to happen to her, but wished she hadn't asked when the vampire told her. Okay. <laughs> For fuck's sake. She was to be turned by the one who caught her. Steph stood up, then burned by the symbol of Christ as an what? What? Hang on. She was to be turned by the one who caught her. Steph stood up, then burned oh, by see. the symbol of Christ as an offering to the vampire god. Ah, so he might one day rise again. Oh, fuck. Escobar's coming back. The cross started to lower and Steph walked forwards. Also, again, not very intimidating name for the, for no. the villain. No. First it was Joe, now Steph. Next week it'll be Jane. <laughs> as long as it's not Carol. <laughs> That is intimidating. It is. She was just about to sink her fangs into Louise when MC and Chip burst through the door. MC was carrying his large sword while Chip stuck with a good old-fashioned wooden stake. Traditionalist. Yeah, at least we can use weapons in this episode, not like last time. <laughs> I mean, we could use them in the last one, but they didn't they work. Kill they killed her? Did? We don't really know. We kind of skipped over how that happened. Yeah, yeah. All the vampires rose and attacked, but fell quickly. Again, just skip to the end. <laughs> With about three left, Steph jumped out of the window and out into the night. Ooh, possible reoccurring character here. Ooh, yeah, she'll yeah. be in the next episode and then die. <laughs> As Chip reached Louise and started to untie her, the lead vamp hit him with a large two by four. <laughs> <laughs> this is like fucking Jack Lee using a fire extinguisher. <laughs> it's just random household objects. No, you know what this is? This is me trying to ground it in reality. So they're just picking up whatever weapons are, you know, uh, beside them. Or is Never it, mind. no, you were into, you were into wrestling big when you were young as well. So that's, oh, this true. is another thing. You, somebody's going to get like, chokeslam through a table next. <laughs> he leaned over Louise and said, you will be sacrificed. Then turned to dust. Oh. Chip threw, again spelt wrong, his stake to the floor and finished untying Louise, who hugged him when she was free. Ah, oh, okay. I guess they're friends now. Oh yeah, there was there was character development, because like, there was the thing between Chip and Louise, who were always at yeah. each other's throats, yeah, yeah. and now, you know, they're friends. Yeah, went for the, you know, didn't want to give her a hug before, because it was awkward, and now yeah. we're hugging, because we're great friends, in the 45 minutes that, you know, in the... <laughs> Space of that time. To be fair, I mean, you know, if somebody says you're being sacrificed by vampires to a... <laughs> the vampire American... god Escobar. <laughs> yeah. The vampire god of cocaine smuggling. <laughs> then I guess you'd be quite, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd be grateful. Yeah, I think so. Also, this is quite a sort of Buffy and Angel trope to have, like, 
an episode dedicated to one of the characters, you know, and uh, learning their place on the team and uh, making friends and bonding and all that sort of stuff. And, the, of course, the South American vampire god of <laughs> very straight out of Buffy. Prevalent in all, in all series ever. Yeah. Back in the mansion, the guys asked Louise if she was still homesick. Well, she started... I thought I needed more excitement in my life, but after being kidnapped and nearly killed twice in two shot months here, (laughs) I would say that's more exhilarating moments than a girl needs to be a secretary to a supernatural team of ninjas, their incredibly rich friend, and a ghost of with a knack of knowing everything. That's the worst sentence in the world. I know, that's really terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so confused. In in an alternate universe, that's funny. (laughs) But not in this universe. No, that's just... It's just a big pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, said Chip, never a dull moment. Freeze frame, credits roll. Yeah, a little throwback of the head laughter. <laughs> okay, so that was episode five, Prodigal, spelled incorrectly. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what the prodigal means. Like prodigal son, like return of the prodigal son, all that sort of stuff. And like, Still, how is that relevant to the episode? I think that you were like... That's a word I like the sound of. It That's means something vaguely clever, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> that means something, right? Fuck <laughs> it, just call it that. Make sure you spell it wrong. Duh. <laughs> I like this. We've uh, This episode is good. We've learned more about Louise, about who she is as a person, and yep. uh, she's found her place within the team. Yep, as the secretary. And as nothing the... <laughs> more. She got ideas above her station. <laughs> no, Louise. You have to be the secretary, that's it. And now she's happy with her place on the team. She's going to renounce her right to vote and quite happily get paid seven-tenths of uh, as much as everyone else. Yeah, and she'll probably just uh, stay the secretary, you know, uh, not move up at all, anything like that. Um, And also she got kidnapped and saved by the two men, the two heroes (laughs) of the story. The two men saved the day yet again. Uh, on the other hand, I don't know if Jay even got a line. So, oh no, uh, he said no. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Uh, that's right. I'm sure there'll be a Jay episode at some point. That's we'll get true. This time. Uh, in fact, could even be the next episode, Ooh. episode six, Epiphany School. Again, another title where I think I found a word that I knew <laughs> and I liked it. So I thought, yeah, put that in. Uh, I think though my favourite part are uh, the obviously me getting laid all the time. <laughs> in this universe, I'm such a catch. Um, Not bad for a computer nerd, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, of course, the South American vampire god of cocaine smuggling. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to episode six when we can find out more about how you dicked a character from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, how we're completely sexist and horrible to our two friends, and how there's really poor sentence structure and I just make up words for the titles. Thank you.